Welcome to the Max Velocity Athletics Jump In It podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Fisher, and welcome captains, that's coaches, athletes, parents, therapists, administrators, instructors, newbies, and supporters. Um, just finished the holiday season. The indoor season is just starting. Uh, we had a very successful winter camp. We had over 20-something coaches and athletes here in Chula Vista at the training center. And we it was three days. The weather cooperated. It was nice. We got a lot of good training in. I had uh, Lauren Magnuson. She came in and was able to help out with the high jump. And she's my right-hand man. Um, my lovely um, partner, uh, Tanasia Lee was here helping. Um, Chris Bernard was doing the triple jump, long jump, also with uh, Trayton uh, Harris. And I kind of floated around um, in the distance, kind of mid-distance in the sprint area. Bashir Ramsey and Curtis Beach were able to be here. And then we were really lucky because AJ or Alan Beach was here. Wonderful, amazing therapist. You should definitely follow him. He's got some great concepts, techniques, things like that. He's a really good therapist. And so, uh, you know, just really, really exciting uh, time to be uh, part of something that uh, where learning was taking place. Uh, we really built it for a lo lot of local athletes. Unfortunately, with the Southwest Airlines, we had about four or five athletes that couldn't come in who were flying in, but it was, it was a great learning experience. Our next one, the summer camp, will be June 27th through July 2nd at the training center. You can go to www.maximumvelocityathletics.com and you can sign up there, find out more information. Um, we're really excited about this summer. Going to grow, we'll bring in some special guests. Again, it's for all the events, high, you know, jumps, um, sprints, throws. Uh, and so we hope that uh, you guys will, will be there. Um, things that have also occurred. Uh, make sure you can uh, follow me at JeremyFHJ on IG. You can go to, like I said, MaximumVelocityAthletics.com to find content and kind of where I'll be with uh, presentations and things like that. I'm going to do the Wisconsin um, High School Coaches Clinic February uh, 3rd through the 4th. Um, you can also go to any questions, and it's JeremyFHJ there, and you can ask me questions there. And uh, you can always email me at jeremyfisher at mbatraining.net. So uh, a lot of different uh, ways to I'm going to be around talking about things, but I'm really excited about this next uh, little block. Um, what I want to do over these next podcasts is talk about training and periodization. And I see a lot of great drills. I see a lot of great training online. Um, I think the hardest thing for a coach to do is to get your athlete to perform at the level, at the highest level when it when it's time when it counts. So, I've been lucky. I've been able to coach athletes. We've uh, collected a lot of medals, both Olympic and Paralympic medals. And my biggest thing is that I want you ready for the times that count. For us, it's U.S. Championships or the World Championships. For my international athletes, a lot of time it's getting the qualifying mark and then getting to World Championships and performing at our best at that time. And so looking at um, how you put design and where to put in training, um, I think you first have to look at the annual plan. So the annual plan is the architect or it's the 
um, skeleton of what you're trying to accomplish for the track season. And for me, it's quads, um, working through Olympic period, Olympic period, training for a world championship. And um, a lot of people know I, I don't really care for indoors, but sometimes we'll do it. Uh, especially if there's a world indoor championship and it's an off year, like uh, it, years in the past, 14, 18, which would have been 22, um, which will happen again in 26, uh, where there's no championship in, or I'm sorry, in, yeah, 26 when, when there's no outdoor championship. So when as we look at the annual plan, what, the first important thing is to look at the design of when we want to reach our highest levels of achievement performance-wise. So whatever it may be. So it might be for a certain athlete, it might be their league or conference meet, it may be their district meet. For a high school athlete, it may be their, um, in California, we have the CIF, uh, different levels of that. For uh, college athletes, it'll be their conference meet or it'll be their outdoor regional or national meet. Um, and then for post-collegians or, or the pro athletes, it would be their national championships and the world championships. And making sure that uh, all training and its design is geared towards that championship. So the first thing we do is we look at uh, that and we try to set it up. I always do an annual plan for each athlete that I have. For me, it's just a good reference of am I staying on target of what I want to achieve? Because very early in the season, training is going to be very generic. Uh, There's going to be a lot of training. We're training to get the athlete ready for the demands of the event. So um, for the group, most of them will be training together. There will be a little bit of augmentation, but for the most part, they're doing everything together. And then as we get closer and as we go later in the year, things start to break off. Uh, We have individual um, attention. We have individuality and specificity when it comes to training. And it it starts to really uh, deviate from there. Um, Things to look at when you're looking at the annual plan is, is, okay, what things are they bringing in as far as injuries? Did they have a successful season the year before? What are you trying to hit with uh, concepts uh, like for speed? for technique, for uh, mobility, for endurance, for strength, um, psychological aspects that athletes may be dealing with. So those are really good things to uh, monitor and put in as you're writing that annual plan. Um, The next thing to think about besides those competitions then is when you start to look at the meso, the micro, and the macro cycles. And the Meso will be, what's the theme for that? Is it a general? Is it a uh, more specific? Is it pre-competition? Is it competition? Um, I like a pre-championship and championship, so I like to focus through that. Or is it off-season? Um, things to focus in for that. And then usually with the microcycles, I like to look at basically a four, no longer than six weeks in any of the, the microcycles. As we know, it takes 21 to 28 days for adaptation to occur. So that means... If you look at a calendar year that or calendar, um, that's three to four weeks. And, and a lot of times that could be a month. Uh, I know January is one of those months that we have five weeks this year. So we'd be able to put a whole microcycle in there and start to begin the next one. So it's, it's things to think about from that standpoint. Um, also putting in breaks and holidays. So uh, for, for 
athletes uh, using the holidays of Christmas or uh, Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or uh, if you have international athletes like the, the Chinese, it would be Lunar New Year, things like that to incorporate um, so when they need breaks and they need uh, t- a little bit of time off. And, and it's not bad to get away from things for a little while from a mental standpoint. Uh, the next thing to kind of think about from the, the training also is then look at the biomotor abilities. And we, and we name the five biomotor abilities and we, and we call those strength, speed, we can call endurance, um, mobility, flexibility, and then coordination, which we can call as technique or something like that in, in, in with that. And so we look at those things and we emphasize different things at different parts of the season. Uh, I always uh, look at strength. Uh, We emphasize it early, very general kind of strength. And then we get to specific strength as we get later in the season. So it's not that we're de-emphasizing strength. It's just our max levels, our heaviest lifts, things like that are always going to be earlier in the year. Our general things are going to be more earlier in the year. And then we're going to get more specific as the season goes on. So just looking at different kind of uh, uh, specificity, a squat may be a very general strength emphasized thing, and we may go heavy. We may you know, go up to 90% or something like 95% of our, uh, of our total of, of what we could do for max strength. And, but later in the season, we may go to more specified, looking at knee angles. We know that it's 155 to 165 degree knee flexion at takeoff in the long jump. So I want to see more lifts that use that kind of flexion as we get very specific into lifting. So those are things to think about. It's still a, a very emphasis on strength, but it's changing. Uh, from an endurance standpoint, we're going to build the endurance early. Uh, we're not going to get completely away from it because I believe that in athletes that you need endurance for rounds you need endurance for potential uh, um, sessions. Maybe you have a morning session versus an afternoon session for a prelim final. Um, if you're a multi-athlete, obviously you'd have all day, so it might break into two sessions. Uh, for craziness, like uh, when Will was a younger athlete, Will Clay was a younger athlete, we used to have prelims one night, triple jump prelims in the morning the next day, the long jump final that night, and then the triple jump free prelim the next day. So we used to mimic that in practice and put kind of four hard sessions and do a double session one of the days just to mimic uh, what we were going to see in the championship. And obviously that was much younger and he was much more flexible and had much more um, uh, bounce back. And as we got older, those schedules just didn't work anymore. So looking at specific things like that for endurance um, in mobility, or we like to call range of motion. Um, I like support in this. I like uh, hip uh, mobility, things like that, ankle mobility. I really like to emphasize that earlier in the year. I always feel like we're building these uh, super fast, high-end cars, and we got to build the tires. And so by doing that, we do a lot of the mobility and the range of motion. If we don't, then we're going to have compensation injuries or something else going on. So um, we spend a lot of time on, on barefoot things, building the strength of the feet, uh, I love doing things like um, um, BFR, uh, blood flow restriction things. I like using with the joints and, and at the knees um, specifically so we can work a lot of uh, flexion issues and tendon ligament, things like that. So uh, those are just a couple things that we build in mobility. Then um, 
when we talk about speed, obviously speed is not going to be emphasized. We always are addressing it, but it's going to be much more emphasized as we get closer to the championship part of the season. So we're always building speed uh, later in the season. We're, we keep an eye on it. We're always doing it. But the emphasis of it where we're doing really high quality work comes later in the year. And then uh, technique, coordination, things like that. We're building the techno technical model. We're building a lot by rudimentary and fundamental drills. We're progressing through it. So we're always trying to address it. But then my biggest thing is that once we're near a championship, we can say four, four five, six weeks out, um, any technical, big technical things, we're not trying to change. We're trying to, um, the model we have is the model we're emphasizing. Uh, we don't want to confuse the athlete. We don't want to add more um, technical things. It's, it's what's got you there. And that's what we're going with. I kind of use the gymnastics. Um, if they have a routine and they can't get a certain kind of exercise or um, component to their um, technical uh, thing that they're trying to do, then they'll just erase it. They won't. They are. They won't. They won't include it into the uh, routine. So I I I feel that way with the um, technical aspects of the athletes what they're trying to achieve when they um, compete and so forth. So that, that, those are the five bio vulnerabilities. And uh, again, always addressing them, but more emphasis at certain times. And the last thing we start to look at is, uh, our last three things that we look at is intensity versus volume. Um, again, with volume is going to be higher earlier in the year. It's going to go down as we get towards the championship. Intensity is lower in the year, and we pick up intensity as we go uh, later in the year. So... One thing to achieve, to think about is, is if you're thinking about volume and intensity, we're trying to really um, not increase volume and not increase intensity at the same time because athletes will tend to get hurt. I'm not saying I didn't ever do it, but that's after I've learned the athletes a long time. They've been with me. I understand them, and I'm very cautious and very careful about uh, being able to do that. But for most things, you want to, as you're increasing intensity, you'd want to decrease volume. And... Um, we're not going to just complete cutout volume, um, but we're going to see the ideal volume at the intensity for the athlete we need. And then the last thing is testing. Um, I think the younger the athlete is, I think testing can be important. There's some crazy countries that I know that they test on a monthly basis. Um, I think that's too much. Uh, testing needs to be done, but testing for me, I test maybe three or four times a year and that's about it. And I don't test late into the season. Even though I could probably see speed levels and everything else like that, I don't test. But you're going to see different kind of tests. Uh, you, you may see a four bound for a triple jumper or you may see a 12-step long jump. That's still testing. That's not in the form of you know the basic uh, Max Jones or something like that. But that's still testing and that's still going to be seen. So those are all the things I think about in the annual plan. And again, my thing is I'm looking at the demands of the event and the importance of the demands of the event. And then I put the training together. And so I'm addressing, again, it's breaking <clears throat> support, propulsion, eccentric, isometric, amortization, and then concentric. So I'm thinking of all those components. I'm looking at the demands of the event, the technical analysis, like things like uh, the athlete needs to step 2.2 meters in their last step. They need to carry uh 
try to carry 10.5 meters per second into the board and their knee flexions at like 160 degrees. So those are all things I'm thinking about and I want to achieve as I'm getting specificity in training. Um, I'm building the initial basis or the ground floor, uh, getting the athletes so that they can handle the demands of the event. And then it's a very general thing. And then as we go through this year, we're going to talk more about specific things. So I just want to talk first about the annual plan in regards to periodization. I think a lot of coaches, they do a great job with creativity. But like this year, the World Championships are in August. So, you know, pushing the athletes really hard right now, if you're trying to get them to perform perform and achieve in middle August, it's, it's a long season. So you've got to progress. We've taken our training this year very, very slow and methodical. Um, we're into January. We're still doing a n- nice conditioning, running work, uh, getting the over-athleticism of the athlete. Our uh, general lifting has gotten just a little bit less general, getting a little bit of specificity. We get into complexes. Uh, we'll build into uh, different aspects, which I'll talk about when we talk about strength training and different things like that. But that's the basis of the periodization, and that's the basis of the things we'll, we'll talk about moving forward. So thank you for tuning in. I'm excited to uh, go on the journey with you talking about this training and training design and all the different things. And I hope that this helps uh, with coaches so that you guys not perform at the highest level, but also perform at the highest level when it counts the most. That's, I think, the most critical thing for successful coaches.